We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Titans. I'm Matt. With me is Anthony and Tommy is not with us tonight. He's um, he's a bit busy. We're a couple of gents who have made bad life choices and ended up Titans fans. How are you, mate? Oh, not too bad. Um, yeah, a couple games on the weekend that, you know, you'd think uh, if you read a man got sent off in the 61st minute, uh, surely the other team comes home with the chockies, but wasn't to be. Uh, but yeah, footy aside, doing well, mate. Just busy at work, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Eat, sleep, work. Yeah, I know that feeling, bud. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the only thing that picked me up this week was uh, watching Kevy's co uh, Kevy's team list. Just absolute dumps. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to watching the Broncos capitulate and, and miss the eight after all their. Posturing during the season about how they're a top four side. Oh, they could, they couldn't, could they? Those those famous Broncos are having such a great year, but they were in the top four like two weeks ago. Oh, and fair chance of missing out. Yeah, yeah, they've the, the ass has just fallen out well and truly for them. So, hate yeah. to see it. Such a such a proud fan base, such a humble fan base. Oh, it couldn't happen to better people, honestly. It's. Uh... <laughs> Breaks the heart, really, to see, but yeah. yeah. Oh, outside of Titans, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see who drops out. You hope it's the Broncos, but um, yeah, it looks like it's going to come down to the last round. Uh, it usually does. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's you know, I think Broncos are probably the favourites to drop out, but uh, my my uh, one to keep an eye on is South. So I think. I thought they were well and truly home and hosed, but um, just did the predictor, and I think they've got the Cowboys and Chooks to finish the year. So um, maybe maybe Tom Dearden's eruption testicle might get him the win this week. But <laughs> um, yeah, obviously thoughts to Tom. <laughs> I mean, we all cringed here and that. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's going to be interesting. South's definitely not as safe as I thought they were, but. Um, yeah, we shall see. It def- it's a bit different. Uh, we're kind of used to it, though, not having the, the pressure of a final spot riding on the last couple of games. Yeah, yeah. I just had a look at the... There's, uh, I can't remember if it was a rugby league project or something on, on Twitter, and um, there's five teams that can all finish between 12th and 16th um, yeah. over the next two weeks. So... All at the bottom five teams, all of them can win the spoon and all of them can soar as high as 12th. Yeah, yeah, that's the crazy. I saw that because, well, before the Dragons game, I sort of um, did the predictor and if we won all three games, 
by a by a decent margin. Yeah, we could have could have gone up as high as twelfth. I don't. If, if, that might still be the case. So I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, you'd love for us to finish around about that thirteenth or so. That'd be a real real success, I think, after the year we've had. But honestly, uh, yeah, it's a write off either way. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh... I've just been watching a Netflix documentary about the five-mile um, nuclear power plant meltdown in America, and I swear to God, that thing is less of a disaster than what this season has been for the film. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's better managed. <laughs> yeah, much well, but heaps, yeah, there's just so much more fucking, um, <laughs> so much more management and uh, leadership and ownership in that group than there is in what, what else. <laughs> Oh, mate, you're probably right. But um, also, how how are you how are you holding up? I I I think I read somewhere you dropped. Is it you dropped to one of your new coffee mugs or? Oh, yeah, you want to take yeah. us? <laughs> yeah, so I was um I was working away on the Drury the other day. Yesterday it was, and uh, I had my coffee cup it was one of those Yeti ones sealed up and. Had to do something. I, I put it inside a a, a rod, a, a drill pipe on my on my rig, so ready to go. And like I just I just well, I put it there because it's where I always leave it. And then had to do something, and I lost my my train of thought. And then uh, I had to add a rod, so I added a rod, started drilling, all good, no worries. Um, it was just the casing. Uh, ran that in. Buddy Coles, I started looking around. Where's my coffee? Where's my coffee? Where's my coffee? And like for hours, I was looking around the rig, and I'm like, Fuck, "Where is this fucking?" Oh. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, "Oh, hang on a minute." That rod that I just put up down the hole—that's uh, that's where I put it. I put that's it where it's going. Oh, shit. down there, and then yeah, oh. and I had to go and drill out the bastards. And there's a whole heap of yellow fucking metal fragments coming up through my through my drill string. So. <laughs> Bloody spewing, eh? R.I.P. It was on its virgin, virgin cup too. So oh. it, had like, it only had half a coffee drunk out of it. Yeah, <laughs> bit of a forbidden love. R.I.P. Yeti. Yeah, with us not soon, not long enough. No, um, the good ones die young. Yeah, that's it. That's what they say. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, it was like bad misery. It was like forty-five k/hour winds, pissing rain. We're on the lake. There's waves crashing over the fucking. There's that much wind that's just pushing water over. It's just absolute misery of a day. But anyway, that, that, yeah, that coffee is the only thing keeping you going, keeping you positive, and it was, yeah. That's how it repays you. <laughs> that's how the universe repays you. Yeah. Oh bloody hell. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. All right, let's, uh, let's move on to a bit of news. Uh, there's a little, there was a little article, um, a, a small snippet. Um, I haven't had a chance. Was it was that a video or was it just just a was it an article? Uh, it was Mount an article. Yeah, yeah, it was an article. Uh, I think by Bedell. I think yeah. might have been our mate. Malmeninga has asked the Gold Coast Titans to review his position in the club. 
I think it'd be a pretty easy uh, review. You shit. Yeah. Yep. End of review. Easy one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> one piece of paper comes out the printer. You shit. Ah. <laughs> I, I don't know if he'd even have to fly out from bloody Canberra. He might be able to stay home. Yeah, we'll do it over Zoom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, it's just, um, yeah, yeah, we've been saying it for ages. I, I don't actually know what his role is. So I think everyone sort of wants to seek clarity on his role. Um, you know, you, you look at some of the other executives or whatnot in the game, you, you can clearly see you know, things they've done, but um, I think about the only thing he's done is sign for feeder. That's about the only thing that comes to mind. I saw yeah, was... I mean, unless unless he's had his fingers in, in the verils and, and foreign signing. Yeah. But at the same time, he's the one that, that let, you know, well, I'm sure, um, I'm sure Holbrook uh, was also a part of it, but, you know, they let Fogarty go. Not that that's like, the worst thing, but they had no backup plan, so they they, they threw all their eggs in in um in the in the Sexton wagon, yeah, which is fine, but they had no backup plan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and... uh, I've got the story here. I'll just I'll, I'll just flick through it. Um, Melbourne Eagles roll the Titans under review after the immortal ask the Gold Coast Chiefs to clarify his position at the embattled club. Corey Malcolm reveal Meninga met Titans power brokers on Monday uh, to discuss his future involvement with the club and how he can help resurrect the wooden spoon contenders. I mean, that was your fucking job anyway. We're not even supposed to be wooden spoon contenders. Yeah. What have you, what's your plan been for the last four years? Is that yeah. a focus to, yeah, as you said, to stop us from getting into this situation? But um, yeah, I'd, honestly, I, Someone just said, yeah, I didn't even realise he's been there for four years. Like, bloody hell, when you've been somewhere for four years and, you know, there's nothing to sort of, no pins to put on your chest. Like, it's uh, it's pretty weird. And, um, yeah, like, it's sort of, at least for the last 12 months, at least, it's been um, pretty unknown. Um, like you said, I'm not sure about the Verils and foreign signings if he had an, a hand in it. But, I mean, the articles used to say, you know, sort of Mal Meninga was meeting with them and discussing with uh, potential recruitments. And it doesn't seem to say that anymore, the articles. So No. It, 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 the article, this article goes on to say, you know, Meninga was saying, I had a good meeting with, uh, with, with, with uh, Steve Mitchell, the Titan CEO, on Monday about what my role is. We're going to put down a bit more accountability. Well, fucking hallelujah. People don't understand what my role is and it's been a difficult period. It's been four years. How have you not, how have we not identified and what are we, like, what the fuck? It's it's madness, eh? Like, literally, and, and everyone, even non-Titans fans, you know, I think it's it's obviously never take away from Mal's... Uh, Mal's playing career and, you know, the man himself. But I think a lot of people are sort of laughing at the fact now, you know, just it, just how ridiculous it is. Like, you know, it's uh, it's almost becoming up there with his, uh, his political, you know, that meme uh, of his political career. Like, honestly, I just, yeah. it, it's probably had the same impact, but 
just stretched out over four years. Like, um, yeah, I loved it when he signed. Thought, here you go, you know, hallelujah. But yeah, honestly, if he if he was to be you know ushered out the door, I definitely wouldn't be upset. As no. long as, like you said, he doesn't get a, a payout from the club or or something to that description, like that's the last thing you want. So, uh, yeah, I, I just I really don't know. Um, yeah, just it's broken record. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, your advisor has got to advise, and you know, head of culture and performance or whatever it is. I remember the whole, you know whole kerfuffle about that yeah shouldn't your coach be the head of performance and culture almost but yeah i mean i kind of get the, the culture thing and they're like you know the doggies have gus gould and and yeah. um and and the tigers you know not not such a great um example but they had you know um uh genius um uh, overlooking sort of thing so like it, it, it's not it's not unprecedented to have a performance manager no. in there, but like perform. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you know, even yeah, you know, like Gould and and even Sheen's like so vocal about the club or you know, with the whole Michael Maguire thing, you know, Sheen's was like front and center answering questions on 360 and whatnot. Like I don't even remember if Mal's been in an interview for the club, you know, except when he had his his Fox gig and he'd, you know, sort of talk a bit positively about the team every now and then when he felt like it. But outside of that, yeah, I never remember him actually being vocal sort of, you know, on TV or, or anything about the club. So yeah, no, you're right. It's, um, he's definitely not, not a feel good or anything for us, unfortunately, but, um, yeah, it would have been nice on, on paper. It looked good. Who um who's done more for the club in their in their official role, Gordon Tallis or Mal Meninga? Oh, that's if Gordy can work out whether he's Gold Coast or Brisbane, I don't know. <laughs> oh, or he's, South. Oh, he's, yeah, or South. Yeah, he can't make his mind up. But no, nah, honestly, yeah, big Gordy. That I think I remember when we signed for Feeder, didn't he? Like, I think he promised to sort of work with Feeder and help develop his game or. I don't even think he's been at one training session. So, uh, oh, Fafita's been lied to, but um, yeah. No, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. Uh, he he doesn't have time, mate. He's on he's on the Matty Johns show every Thursday, yeah. Triple M every Sunday. Oh, I tell you, there's just he's, not enough hours in the day. He's too, busy, he's too busy keeping his kids away from Brett Finch. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the go? Seriously. Mark, how, how how far your life can can uh, can. The worst part about it is because he's going to squeal, he won't see any time. Like because mm. he'll get the celebrity bonus, he'll get the celebrity discount, and he'll squeal. So he he, he won't get any time. No, that's right. It's yeah, it's a it's a joker. Wait, but he's life's ruined. So no, oh, yeah, no, he fucking he deserves yeah he deserves everything he's going to get, but and probably a lot worse, like you said, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I suppose will we? I don't know how it works, but surely you have an answer sooner than bloody finals. Well, he, he, yeah, he pleaded guilty. So. Yeah, yeah. So, ah, uh, but buddy, oh, yeah. How the mighty fall. 
Yeah, well, mighty. Yeah, what you <laughs> thought was mighty. Have, have a liney falls. Yeah, yeah. We're all with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was just, just flicking through the news here. Um, there's, there's a thing about Campbell um, hugging Campbell's nuts. I, don't, I can't remember where I seen it. Um, who? Might have been on on um, Instagram, maybe. Was that about? If, you, if you're one of these Instagram idiots that comments like, Toby Sexton's the worst player on us. We need to sack Jaden Campbell. He's fucking done. Like, just stop. Just stop. Campbell, someone on the weekend was like, I don't know what, why we're persisting with Campbell. He's fucking disgusting. He's terrible. He's just useless. He ran for 259 metres. And busted like, like nine tackles or something crazy like yeah. that. It's oh. like Dame Tedesco got two meters more than it. Like, just one. Uh, what do you get? So, uh, 259 meters, uh, seven tackle breaks, three offloads, and a line break assist. And, uh, and basically a try as well, if not for Ben Hunt's brilliance. And, he's, and he had but three ways and it was a three way tie for the most carries registered in the week yeah so 20 carries 259 meters seven tackle breaks an offload three times and and a line break is just like nah he needs to go back to q cup mate yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah bring back to Sarko. oh literally i don't know what some people think like uh, like uh, i i think us two have sort of agreed all year like Tommy, I think, is a bit the other way. He likes Brimo at one, but uh, I, yeah, I just think it works so much better. Brimo at six or even center. And yeah, JC's got the back here. The, the, the only reason why like, I, I prefer Brimson in the halves is because he's our best half. Like he's, he's, he's clearly the best number six yeah. in the entire organization. Yeah. And if you don't, you've got Tom Deere, um, fucking um, um, Tanner Boyd in there. Yep. Which we're still persisting with. And, and Tanner's like, I mean, I'll give him props. He's kicking the shit out of the football. But, yeah. Right. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how that's going to end up. Like, I, I, I thought it was just like a stopgap thing. But, like, you, you hear, like, Fafita coming out and, he wants Tana to keep the seven jersey next year. Like, you couldn't see it happening, could you? But, I mean, if we win these last two games and Tana plays all right, like, I wonder if the club are actually considering him at seven next year. I, I hope not. He'd be the perfect 14 for me next year. But Yeah, I, I, I think he's, he'd be great. Like, I think he'd be a great 14. Come on, give Verrills a bit of a break. Um you know, and he, he's he's good when he doesn't have to do too much. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing with, you know, playing second fiddle to Aaron Clark. Like, it, the team was always on the back foot when Tana got put on. Like, yeah, yeah hopefully with Verrills there, we might might be on the front foot a little bit more and he'll be a better 14. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just interested, like, yeah, to hear those comments from Dave. Obviously, it's one of his good mates, but... Uh, that he played all, all through school with. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, and, yeah, T- Toby keeps getting picked in reserve grade. So, uh, it's it's a weird one, but... Um, I mean, I, I, yeah. 
he carved it up on the weekend too, so good on him. Yeah, yeah. I uh, hope he hope he uh, finishes the year strongly. I, um, yeah, like without without going into too much. Apparently, we're not allowed to talk about it. But um, yeah, on the the Zoom meeting with the CEO, he sort of said he still has that lingering uh, sternum injury he's been playing with all year. Apparently, so is that Toby? Yeah, yeah, Toby. But then he's been playing Q Cup, so I, I know it's not the same intensity. But you think they'd just rest him if it was a sternum injury? Yeah, yeah. And uh, hopefully we don't fucking ruin. Hopefully he hasn't ruined his career. But if he's killing it in Q Cup, I think he's he's the type of kid. He looks like he's the type of kid that that sort of shit doesn't bother him. So yeah, no, I think so too. And he seems pretty mature and. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we are. Uh, yeah, haven't ruined him because I think didn't. Yeah, didn't we sign him for like five years? So I think he's still got another three, four years at the club. So. Oh, true. Yeah. So. Oh. Well, well, maybe that's they're just yeah giving him a bit more longer. Time. And hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no real other news um, that I, I'll know that I'll have um, bookmarked. I don't know if you've got anything you want to. No, I think I think just the um like obviously we don't need to go into too much depth with it. We've uh, done that already this year, but um sounds like apparently Fafita is um being offered around eight hundred maybe. He might be offered around seven fifty, eight hundred thousand, take a bit of a, a pay cut, although that's <laughs> that's probably a fair wage really. It's just a obviously it's a pay cut on his last deal, but um, yeah, that's that's the uh, what the article said anyway. Was it yeah around about seven eight hundred a year? Which I, yeah, I, I'd take you back at that one hundred percent. Yeah, me too, hundred percent. I've said yeah, I think he's a yeah seven hundred and fifty thousand eight hundred thousand dollar player. Definitely, uh, especially if we can uh, yeah work out how to use him, it's, uh, that that'd be a good good buy. So ah, well, I mean, if we've got Ben Hunt and Kieran Ford and Sam Verrills, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to work it out. That's right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, if we had had those three, uh, yeah, I don't think you'd have any problem. But yeah, I I hope he stays. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm still a Dave fan, and um, yeah, just if we can keep him on a smaller amount. Oh, look, I'm I'm like I'm a big Dave Fafita fan. I'm just sick of the Dave Fafita fucking um every week. Like Dave Fafita's costing the Titans. Dave Fafita, like it's just. <sighs> I would just rather not have to deal with it and 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 watch him tear it tear it up somewhere else because I want to see him succeed. I like I think he's a great player. I want to see him fucking kill it. If we if we're gonna waste him, then yeah, go somewhere else and fucking succeed. But I still would rather him on our team. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, because you you just know it's uh, yeah, a lot of people say oh you know next Dave Taylor next Dave Taylor. I don't I don't think so. I think one day he's gonna make it work. Especially, yeah. like you said, if he has the wrong, uh, the right people around him, he's gonna one day make it click. And bloody hell, you're gonna you're gonna wish that day that you you have him on your team. So, um, yeah, I think he's it's got all the tools. So, yeah, bloody oath, we'll take yeah. him on that. If uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's happy to stay on that. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Okay, moving on to the recaps. The Gold Coast Titans were defeated by the St. George Illawarra Dragons in the NRLW 
26 points to 12 down there at Wynn Stadium in the first of a doubleheader of disappointment. In front of a crowd of 5,000 people, um, the 12 points to the Titans came from try a double to Steph Hancock and Lauren Brown with two conversions. The tries to the Dragons came from Tonegato, Robinson, Berry with a double, Paige McGregor um, scored a try, and Rachel Pearson scored uh, two conversions and a penalty goal. Um, it looked like the girls were in it for a fair bit of that game, and then they weren't. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, we had more possession and, yeah, as you said, it looked like looked like we were going okay, but all, all of a sudden, yeah, they got on a bit of a steamroll. The, the Saints girls and um, yeah, what they what they scored basically, yeah, three tries in the first half. Oh, oh Hancock, she's bloody, she's winding back the clock um, every every NRLW season. I think she's just on fire. She got a double for us, um, but yeah, uh, Lauren Brown. Uh, she was she was pretty good um, for us, uh, but yeah, just too many errors. We met, you know ten errors, you know compared to the Dragons, only made about six or seven. So um, yeah, just just one of those frustrating games, especially after the the you know. Then the men's didn't follow it up either <laughs> with anything too. Yeah, I think we're more disappointed because of the promise they showed last year and, and you know, a, a good off season. And, and we probably maybe, maybe rated them a little bit too high and expected a bit too much out of them. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. First game. Yeah. Away. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get a read. Like you said, first game and, um, yeah, I think we a lot of lot of hope, especially with the the new signings. And I, I mean, we've sort of only really lost. Um, oh, who did we lose to the Chooks? Destiny Brill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I guess I guess Dragons. That they were they were grand finalists last year, weren't they? Yeah, they they were. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, and they've obviously yeah they've got some some good ladies in their side. So, um. Oh, we'll see it's Knights this week. Um, they're coming off a, a big win as well. So yeah, most points ever scored against Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, which we love to see. Obviously, men, women, whatever. We love to see uh the most points put on the Broncos. So um yeah, it'd be interesting. I think um yeah, Southwell, I think for the Knights, she did a ACL, it looks like. Um so she she'll obviously be gone, which she she was pretty good. Um, for, for the Knights, but um, yeah, she'll be out for them. So I don't know if that'll uh, that'll probably even the contest. And yeah, should, we'll obviously get to it in the preview. But um, hopefully our girls can bounce back. And you know, you go zero and two, definitely won't be too good. No, no, no. It's yeah, yeah. Tough, tough, tough loss to start off the year, but you know. It is uh, only only round one, and you got a chance to to bring it back home and play in front of a hopefully a decent crowd after the the men's game on uh, on Sunday. So now they're back in business for time. Moving on to the speaking of the men's, the Gold Coast Titans were defeated by the St George Illawarra Dragons in the second of the doubleheader of depression. 
uh, down there at uh, Wollong uh, Wing Stadium in front of 12,000 fans. Um, the Titans, 26 points come from Brimo for feeder, David of the David variety, Bo from her and Jojo. Tanner Boyd kicked the shit out of it again, four from four. Um, 46 points. Oh, the Jaguars. Uh, Tata Moga scored a hat trick. Fuck. Ow. Tala Moni with a double. Um, Figai, Sullivan, and uh, Jack Byrne all scored tries. Zach Lomax, five from nine. Um, so, Jojo Fafita scored his try in the 60th minute. Uh, murderous Frank Molo gets sent off uh, in the 62nd minute. And at that point, it was 30 points to 26 and all the run with the Titans. And then all of a sudden, we just completely fucking shit the bed. It's like we're running around. We've got 13 headless chooks on the field. And then the and then the Dragons score one, two, three, four unanswered tries. At one point, they had a six-on-two overlap for whose try was that? For Jack Bird's try or Mogu, one of Mogu's try? I don't know, whoever. I think it was one of Mogu's, yeah. Six-on-two overlap with a man down. That's fucking disgraceful. What the fuck? What what other team and, does that? <laughs> I, I was I was in another group chat and literally on the 62nd minute I'm, there's a couple of Dragon fans in there. One of them's come up to me. He's like, oh, he, he's just popped up. He goes, oh, well, well done, Hammers. You, you, you won the game. And I'm like, nah, man, we're losing this game. And literally as I was typing it out, Amoni scores. And then Moga scores. And then, I mean, sorry, uh, Moga scores. And then fucking, ah, oh, just One done. The other. It was, it was, it really was just disgraceful. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I don't think there's another team in the comp that could fuck it up. Like, like you said, 30 to 26. You're, you're only down by four when, you know, after half time, I was a little bit worried that Jack Bird try sort of blew it out to our 14 point lead to the Dragons or, or whatever. But, we scored that really good try, Bo Fermo. That that was a really good try. Um, went through sets of hands, kicks, flicks, like you name it. Um, and then, yeah, as you said, when JoJo scored, all of a sudden there's only four points in it. And, um, yeah, we're, we're coming home with a wet sail. And then, bloody, oh, my God, it's a, you know, a send-off. The Titans are going to come back here. And it just I, – I just don't even understand how it happened. Like – we just we never scored another try against. We didn't even look like, like we didn't even compete. Like they, we no. just looked, we looked uncompetitive. Like I just don't. Know. There is not a team in the history of rugby league that is as bad as the Gold Coast Titans are with a man de- with the man advantage. Yeah, it's like because we train thirteen v thirteen at training. Like, do we get confused? Like, what the hell? We didn't train for this, you know? Like what? What's the go like? And as you said, the six on two overlap. You know, Callum sent the photo to the, to the group chat. Like it just shouldn't happen. You you're a man up, and yet you've got a six on two overlap against you. Like, but the wing the wing is thirty meters from the touchline. Oh, like, crazy! It's I I yeah I, I don't know. I just you you're running out of running out of things to say. It seems to be the same every week, but. Um, yeah, just a very ugly one because, like, you know, like I said, we had 
a really good run home. I mean, I, I know we're the 15th place side. I'm not saying they were guarantees, but, you know, we had Dragons, Knights and Warriors to finish the year. Like, yeah, you win all three and you, you could be up around 12th. But if we just, no, nah, couldn't even turn up for this one with, you know, with a man up with 20 to go, like, it's... The worst part of it, like, it was such a good game too. Like, it was very yeah. back and forth. Uh, we were playing some really good footy. Um, like, yeah, and some dumb footy. But there was a lot of really good, like, a lot of good ball playing. Like, you know, it was still our right edge was fucking disgusting. And, and, and you know, we lost we lost Sami well, in the second tackle of the game. Um, that, and Paul Turner had to pretty much play a whole game. Um, but like, and we still sort of competed. We still competed. It just, Bro, that Sami thing, that is just straight and utter bullshit. Like, he, he even the, it was a Dragons home game, even the Dragons crowd when it happened went, Oh, like, yeah, that, even they all, you know, were pretty vocal about it. And the dumbass referee is just to all three of them on the field and the bunker, they're all just, they're all fine with it. Like, it was just utter madness. So, and, and we didn't get our 18th man activated, which. No, because we, it wasn't even put in report. It was just, yeah, all good. Play on. Yeah. You can slam someone's head into the ground whenever you want. Yeah. I just, I, I couldn't understand it. And then, you know, it's, uh, it was just one after, there, there were a couple of, couple of calls that went against us obviously I, I i'm definitely not blaming the loss on that it's you got you got to win games where you got got a, a man advantage for half of a second half but yeah it was just a couple of calls after that and and then our own errors didn't help us i think sort of after aj scored his try like basically from what that was around the 10th minute till about the you know the 30th or so minute until Fafita scored like I think Marju dropped it a couple times playing the ball. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and Moga Moga couldn't believe his lucky. It's like he'd gone back four ACL injuries. He was twenty <laughs> old again. Like he was scoring tries for fun. I think he got one taken off him, um, which was yeah. Uh, it was a that was a comedy act itself. Uh, the Fox Sports commentary, um, it, you know, the one where his knee was uh, touching the. Oh yeah, yeah. Sideline and and Blocker said, "Oh, oh, this will be a try." Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> the other commentator goes, yeah. "No, it'll be a no try, Blocker." But um, yeah. So Moga could have very well had four. He was about a you know a bee's dick off getting four tries. So um, yeah. good wingers though. Yeah, it's um, I don't know, man. Like it's just at what point, like. You know, we keep saying, oh, we want the Titans to find their identity. We want their identity. Like, at what point is this not their identity? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, if I, if I was one of these guys, like, if I'm a, if I'm a 20-something-year-old testosterone-fueled fucking athletic guy that fucking runs into people for a living and puts more, you know, and gets, you know, hurts people for a living... And uh, this is like every single fucking week, I look like an absolute fucking cat. I would be 
busting my ass every fucking way. And I would be turning around to the guy when I'm at training and looking to my left and looking to my right. And if any single one of those fucking assholes weren't pulling their fucking weight, I would be fucking kicking their fucking ass until they did. Yeah. How are they not doing this? Like just even not, not even just the coaching staff, as a man, how are you not looking? How can you look each other in the eye every single fucking week with pride? Like, yeah. yeah, well, that's why I don't like, I don't understand how any of them can look at Tina, you know, outside of a handful of blokes. Like this 22-year-old kid has been, you know, carrying you on his shoulders all bloody yeah. year, getting in, doing the dirty shit. And yeah, as I said, outside of a, a handful, like just no one else has given a shit. Like, like you said, I, I just don't know how those blokes can can look at him in the eye or look at AJ in the eyes or you know, both for more. Even, even Jojo for feeder man, like Jojo had one of his probably best games he's had all year. This guy, this kid, yeah, every week is just he's just excelling. He had five tackle breaks, one line break. Um and and a try and I'm 100 and uh, hang on, where are we? 134 meters with 46 post contact. Yep. And yeah, and not to mention, you know, like on his debut against the Broncos, he, 10, 10 minutes to go, he'd be, you know, <laughs> the legs yeah. be jelly, yeah. and he, he picks it up from his own in goal and runs, you know, 60 meters, and then you know, of course, the team fucks it at the end, um, and yeah. does more off of it, but. Yeah, it's that's what I mean. He's he's. Uh, I'm so glad we gave him his shot, and you know that, that's what we've been calling for. Is yeah, you know, and we got Haas this weekend, and um, Lofi Pereira, Khan Pereira, whatever his name is. He, you know, he's another one I wanted to see get a go this week. You know, in maybe even ahead of a Maju or a Kelly. You know, just give these young kids a chance because. Nine times out of tens, they're they're the ones they want to bust their ass and prove they deserve to be in the side. So, yeah, I agree. Jojo, he's been great since he's come in. Um, I think we touched on Campbell earlier, just ridiculously good. He, he I think he was he was basically the similar stats last time we played the Dragons at Magic Round too. It's um, yeah, he's bloody, and then. AJ was really good again. Tino good as always. And yeah, Bowie for more outside of, you know, his, his hands can be a bit sloppy at times, but he, he was pretty good as well. He's been probably one of our best, definitely a top three this year. So there is shining lights. It's just far too many disappointments to, to make up for it. What um, What's going on with Mo Fodawake? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a discussion just you don't want to have. Like it's he, he's just for some reason fallen off a cliff this year. I I don't know. He's like he's had he's had a few games where you know he's been one hundred and sixty, one hundred and seventy meters or whatnot. But yeah, he, just... he, like he played he played thirty nine minutes in the first half, nine minutes in the second half, and he and he's run for ninety meters. Like I just what's what's going on? He, Two years ago, he was one of the best front-rowing prospects in the game. Like, he was, he was origin forward. Yep. Is, is he carrying an injury? Like, I don't know. It's, it's... That's, that's a big question, yeah, because as you said, yeah, I was, 
I was I was pushing my didn't, fucking he mate won, didn't, Hadn't he won a Paul Broughton medal too? He did. He did. Yeah. I think 2019 or 2020, he was best player at the club. And um, there was a oh, – I can't remember the name, but a guy on Twitter with the stats, he does those sort of graphs that you can compare to players. And, yeah, he was better than, you know, the Clemmers and Jake Trebojevic's. And he, he was – Absolutely killing these guys in stats a couple of years ago. I mean, he bloody he started for Queensland last year in Origin. Like he's clearly has the talent to be one of the elite props in the game. But as you said, is it? I would love to know. Is it injury? Because why is he only playing forty nine minutes? Like, yeah, this is a I guy mean, that you know Jared Wallace played forty seven for God's sake. Like, is yeah, is this? And it, you'd hope you'd hope it is maybe injury he's playing with because otherwise you know what's his career gone out the back door like it's um yeah it's disappointing you you'd think he'd be keeping it going and you know as we said we looked at it on paper at the start of the year him and him and Tino on the front row with Fafita and Fermore in the back row like yeah Lou and yeah Liu and yeah like. You thought, wow, this is gonna be like an elite pack, but um, yeah, it's obviously hasn't worked out that way. And yeah, I think Mo's been probably the most disappointing of the lot, really, out of those guys I just mentioned. Like Fafita and Fermore have obviously had their down games, but they they've been pretty good. Tino's obviously been the goat. So yeah, Mo, I just don't know. He's just his his good games are too few and far between, and yeah, he's, I, I think I can only remember like maybe three or four games this year. I'm like, oh, Mo had a great game, you know, 170 odd meters. Yep, yep, and yeah, like he's quickly, yeah, he's quickly. Hopefully, he turns around because he's quickly like becoming like a bit of a forgotten, yeah, or or sort of a a, a backstage man. Like, yeah, I used to, he used to be when, you know, you do up a mock team list or something, it'd be one of the first that comes to mind. But I must admit, even now doing up the team list, like for next year or whatnot, you do up mock team lists. He, he almost forget him at times. Like he's uh, he should, he's too talented to be, you know, a bench front row. Given, given, given that we've just shit on him for the, Five minutes. He, he only had. He only got the ball eight times in the in the yep. forty odd minutes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And as I said, and like he's obviously not getting. The, they're not giving him the ball. And I, I know it's hard because you got Tino and and Dave and Bowie all fucking ripping in and and, and whatnot. But yeah, one one good stat. His play the ball speed was the second quickest of all Titans. Yeah, I'd believe that. Yeah, he's he's and yeah, there's nothing better yeah. than each hard. Off the back. Surprisingly, Philip Savvy's was the, the slowest with eight seconds. Oh, yeah, oh. speed it up. I can't up. believe that fucking... <laughs> wow. Bloody hell, he's a bit lazy, old Phil, but... <laughs> yeah, um... yeah, get up, you fucking coward. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know, sorry. Yeah, Corey Thompson had a... Corey Thompson even played, did he? Fuck. Well, they re- yeah, they reckon so. They must have went back and changed it, but... Yeah, I don't. I do not remember Corey Thompson coming on. Um, was he in the? I didn't even look at the fucking team. Was he in the? So we had 
Corey Thompson and Paul Turner on the bench. Yeah, I think Corey Thompson was 18th man. So they must have activated the 18th man eventually, but I don't remember it. Unless, unless oh, they... yeah, because of the send-off. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah, my mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was just I was just looking up. So Mo against Manly only played fifty three minutes, which is a bit better. Um, but yeah, he actually had the most hit ups last week with fifteen. So what was his meters? Uh, we didn't. Speak, did we? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. He made one hundred and seventy meters. So yeah. So we just got to get him more ball. Yeah, it's which yeah, it's it's a weird one. You you can't see why the game plan would be not to give him any footy. So it's it's a weird one. But I honestly, I hope he turns it around because I love Big Mo. He's a he's an absolute beast. Yeah, you see him charging off the back fence. It's a good. Oh mate, he's just his footwork. His footwork at the line is unprecedented. Like he he. He is so like for such a big fella. He's got this little jink in his step when he gets to the line. That if you just if if you if you if you're dropping your shoulder and you're not set in the right position, he can beat you, or he can he can at least like get around you and 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 bust through and get the offload. Yeah, he's such a damaging forward, and yeah, the... strange. Yeah, I think so, it's like it's like a lot of our players. It's annoying because we know the. The potential they have, a lot. Yeah. And it just it just hasn't happened this year, and it's I think that's the more frustrating part. So, yeah, yeah, you're not shitting on a, the blokes. You just you just know what they can do. It's just it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. We're only frustrated because we've seen like we've seen not 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 just what their peak is, and we expect their peak week in week out. We've seen what their week in week out output has been like. You know, Mo's a Mo's a one forty one, you know, one forty week in week out guy, a one fifty week in week out guy. You know, four tackle breaks, one offload, and and you know, my line break assist. Yeah, that's his. That's his week in week out. You know, same with Tino, same with fucking, same with um with Fafitas, like a, a you know, eight tackle breaks, one line break, one line break assist. You know, one hundred and seventy meters. That's his week in week out. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. just yeah. You're hoping. Just cool. and, and I said on Twitter, it might have been a bit of hyperbole and a recency bias at the time, but that's got to be one of the that like on a on a year of worst losses of the year, that's up there as the worst loss of the year. Like, yeah, that the Canberra and the Broncos loss would have to be. I'd say the the Trinity, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think this one trumps the others, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Like, and like, it, w- it would have been bad enough if we had a loss thirty to twenty six, but to lose, but to just get absolutely fucking thumped for, yeah. tw- for ten minutes or twenty minutes after, like, for thirteen on twelve, we just got thumped. Yeah, exactly, and and especially against a a Saints side who their year is done as well, so it's not like they're you know, firing on all cylinders or whatnot. It's it literally, yeah, it just felt like we threw in the tower. So yeah, no, it's fair. It probably it probably I wouldn't wouldn't hold it against you if you had that as our worst loss. Yeah. Did you see Tino in the press conference? Yeah, he didn't say a word, did he? 
He he sat down, folded his arms, looked like a man who'd just seen his dog get shot in the head, and then didn't move, didn't say a word. The only time he moved was like with with like you know three minutes into the thing, there was a little bit of a break in um, in questioning, and he just goes to get up, and like, oh no, just one more thing, and then Justin answers the question, arms folded, sucked like. Yeah, I don't blame him. I'm not. I'm not shitting on him. Like, I don't blame him. Like, the poor fella. Yeah, just yeah, hundred and ten percent. It's yeah. I don't blame him either. I I feel terrible for him, especially when he was missing, missing in the manly game. Like, yeah, the one one time he's out and they actually decide to turn it, turn it around and put it together. You know, like yeah. And then he comes back and they they shit back down his throat again. Like. Oh, it's yeah, it's yeah. I, I, yeah, I definitely feel for him. He's um, you know, he, he's just all year it's been the same, and he's been frustrated, and you know, oh, we're gonna turn it around, turn it around. But yeah, I think he's finally at his wits end. Just wants the year over with. Yeah. Yep. All right, moving on to the previews. <clears throat> the NRLW Gold Coast Titans take on the Newcastle Knights at six, 10 past six on uh, Sunday, following the men's game on, on Sunday. So a doubleheader of, um, of destiny um, up there at Seabus. So get out there and have a look and um, support both the men's and the women's for the last game of the year for the men's at Seabus. So hopefully there's a big crowd for for, uh, for both games, uh, so we never actually got to do a preview for the um, for the previous game. Um, no, but, uh, no, I think because we we did it on a Sunday, was it? I think yeah, that's right. So yeah, um, I, uh, I I apologise in advance for the the absolute butchering I'm going to have of these names, but. The Titans are going to line up with Appy Nichols, Karina Brown, Avenia Polite, Jasmine Peters, Madison Bartlett, Kimiora Braley Natty, Lauren Brown, uh, Shannon Mato, Brittany Braley Natty, Steph Hancock, Zara Canfield, Canfield, sorry, um, Tiana Rafford Smith, and Georgia Hale were the starting 13. On the bench, we'll have Peters, Ellison, Ormond Muntel and Laker Clark. Sorry. I was just having a look at Hayley J. Um, but has Hayley J got married? Because she was only Hayley J Monsel last year. So she must have got married. If so, congratulations. Um, yeah. So Newcastle coming off the biggest upset of the round in all men's and women's. Absolutely flogging the Absolute piss out of the Broncos, which you love to see. Very good. They've got a pretty stacked side. Um, so this is a big test for the girls. And uh, he's hoping they uh, they turn, they right the ship and um, get out there and and, and knock off a, a front runner for the, for the comp. Yeah, bloody oath. It'll, it'll be a challenge, yeah. Knights are, yeah, obviously, like I said, coming off a big win and yeah, they're, they're pretty big, pretty sort of favoured, especially with obviously Millie Boyle as well. Um, yeah, a couple of other signings, but um, 
Yeah, poor old uh, Hannah Southwell. She's out with an ACL, as I said earlier, for the Knights. Um, obviously, thoughts to her. You don't want to see injuries, but um, yeah, I hope we can turn it around. It's um, one thing I, I sort of I don't know if I agree with. Um, obviously, Polite moving her to the centers. I, I I sort of I loved her at fullback. She was. Um, a lot of times last year, like she'd create overlaps and, you know, she has a, a beautiful right to left pass. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily agree with moving out of the centers, uh, no disrespect to, to Nichols, but um, yeah, hopefully you can even you know, bring Polite in. I mean, centers these days, men or women's game, you know, you can bring them in as a bit of a roaming, roaming sort of fullback anyway, or roaming center. So I'd be looking at doing that because she's too good to sort of just park on one edge. I think. Yeah, um, it's it's weird because hey, like Haley J Montel was our left center yep. all year last year, and now she's on the bench and and they're starting um and they're starting Karina Brown. Yeah. Well, sorry, Madison Bartlett. It's, it's it's yeah weird, but guess they've got their reasons and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there'd be something behind it. Obviously, I think. Coach Karen Murphy, or yeah, I haven't butchered that, but yeah, um, obviously, at least she took a lot of responsibility and you know, stuff for last week. And um, yeah, she's always, I think she's she's a good coach, so yeah, she'll obviously have her reasons. And yeah, fingers crossed the girls can turn it around. And you don't, you don't, you don't want to go zero and two in a, you know, in a, in a short enough season. That's yeah. What is it like eight weeks or something? Is here, yeah, so. yeah. That's it. you do it. You go zero and two in the men's comp, and yeah, you're you're still all fine. But yeah, <laughs> you do it and do it in the women's comp, and you yeah, you'll find yourself on the back foot pretty quick. So yeah, go hard, girls. Yeah. That brings us to the men's who kicked the day off the doubleheader of uh, Destiny up there at Seabus Super Stadium for a 405 kickoff. I'm pretty sure there'll be a whole heap of entertainment and that throughout the day, being the last game of the year at Seabus. So, and being the Channel 9 game, what a blockbuster. Of course, Channel 9, great, great piece of scheduling. <laughs> um, <laughs> and nothing beats a Sunday afternoon game at Seabus Super Stadium in, in lead up to spring. Right, there's a little bit of reshuffling um, um, out there. So there's a few ins, basically mostly to the to the reserves bench. Um, uh, Kelly, Masters, Haas, Lasani, and Sexton are all ins. I don't think we'll see a lot of them. Patrick Herbert, uh, I'm pretty sure we mentioned it, but he's gone for the season. Uh, with his MCL, was it? Or was he ACL, MCL? Yeah, I think so, it was MCL, yeah. Unlucky Patty. Um, hope you... Um, hope that slows you, up, slows you down from rushing the line a little bit next year. Um, <laughs> the speed of recovery. Um, so the way they're going to line up at this stage, all pending Phil Sami's um, fitness, and I'm guessing if Phil is... Um, Feels ruled out. SR Masters will come in and slot into the centres. So. But it's uh, Campbell is the fullback. Obviously, Jojo and Kelly on the wing, on the uh, wing and centre on the left side or right side, right side. Uh, and then Sami and Greg on the other side. Primo and Boyd. That's just the way I get. Um, in 
the halves. Joliff gets the starting. Did he start last week? Uh, no, I think uh, I think Wallace might have ended. Wallace up. started, didn't he? Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, so Wallace has dropped. Wallace has dropped down to the to the to the reserves. Yeah, hopefully you. for the rest of the year. Thanks for coming. See you later, champ. Yeah. Um, so Jolif, McIntyre, and Tino are the f- Sam McIntyre still hooking. It just I don't understand. Yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, this crazy thing is, I, probably- I, I, I keep reading it. I'm like, this is this is a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, can't. Um, so yeah, Jolif and, and Tino in the front row with Sam McIntyre hooking up. Fafita and Firmer in the second row, and Isaac Liu as the lock, which is probably the only person in the front row in their best position apart from Tino. Um, Turner back on the bench, strange. Herman SASA, Mo Fodawaker, and Cleese Haas making his Gold Coast title debut. Um, rounds out the bench. Yeah. This my side. Uh, absolute fucking... And I know they took it to, to Canberra for a half, but guess who else did that? Um, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that worries me is Tex Hoy is the best fullback in Newcastle. And Big Dick Edrick loves slinging that dick down our fucking left-hand, left-hand side. So, uh, right-hand side. So, who knows? This yeah. is either, we're either going to lose... 40 nil, or we're going to win 54 to 44. Yeah. Yeah. There's no in between. There'll be at least 100 points scored. It just depends on the. Uh, yeah. yeah the- if we're involved or they just score them all. Yeah. Yeah. Big Dick Edric <laughs> may just score a fucking record 12 tries or something in one game. That's it, just yeah. the first half. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just the first 20 minutes. So. Um, yeah, honestly, you know, as much as we laugh, like on it, the night side outside of their forward packs, not too bad, but yeah, that that back line and halves combination. I mean, I mean, if you're getting carved up by Clune and Milf, yeah, just roll it in for the year, definitely. So, I think, yeah, Sam McIntyre, Jaden Braley, that's pretty even, I think. So, um. But nah, it's honestly it's a game we should win. I think we towed them up last year at Seabus. It'd be beautiful to see that happen again. Yeah. Um, but Dave yeah. Fafita hat trick last year, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yep. Dave Fafita hat trick. So wouldn't mind. Uh, wouldn't mind him turning it on to sort of shut up some of the haters. But um, yeah, other than that, just happy to see. Yeah, Cleese get a debut. That's that's pretty exciting. So. Um, he, he's a yeah. It says second rower for for uh, NRL dot com. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether he just gets thrown into the middle or um, yeah, whether he comes on to an edge. Although obviously Bowie and and Dave are both eighty minute players. So um, yes, yeah, big boy, hundred and four kilos, hundred and eighty five centimeters. So. Yeah, I reckon he'll probably he'll, he'll probably come in and, and give Isaac a bit of a rest yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, um, I think so. But what we think will happen and what Justin thinks will happen, it's it's like it's like trying to trying to explain Harry Potter to to Lord of the Rings fans. Yeah, honestly, who knows? I don't know what's going on inside his head. Yeah, some some games it seems like 
you know, the Homer Simpson, what's going on inside his head. And it's just, yeah. it's just a monkey. The monkey with the symbols, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's what it seems like sometimes. So, that's what it looks like at press conferences. That That's just yeah. ringing in the ears. But, oh, seriously, yeah, it's just. I wonder, I wonder if uh, Justin's dog had a different look in his eyes when he got home the other night. Yeah, did you see that? The, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. His dog's sort of wagging his tail after the manly yeah. car. So, yeah. Oh, well, I didn't see any RSPCA cars parked out the front of his head. <laughs> um, but, yeah, buddy, why not let the pooch pick the side for one week, I reckon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, we just have to say, is like, for, for, like, please win for the top, for, the, for all the fans that have turned up this year and, and, Fucking, and and I know a couple of listeners, one in particular that that goes week in week out, um, and and just yeah, like for the love of God, please just put in a performance so they, yeah, yeah, just give them something. Like, come on, it's the last game of the year for them. Send them home winners. Give them something to cheer about, and um, and forget about the rest of this year, and and just. If you're going to win a game this year, it's against this absolute fucking rabble that is the Newcastle Knights. Yeah. Yeah. Cocaine dramas and players getting stood down for missing the bus and injuries. Oh, so apparently this thing about Bradman Best, he does not want to be there. He, he's been, he keeps asking to be removed from the team list. I, I would believe that he, yeah, you know, he comes in with such promise and he's an absolute beast. And then for the last two he years, out. he wants to go. He wants he wants to go to Manly. Yeah, you think? That one hundred percent. That's so. Apparently, Garrick's going to go to Newcastle next year um, yep. to play fullback. Um, Pong is going to move to the halves. Bradman Best is coming to Manly. And that's it for those two teams. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, he's just looked so unhappy the last two years. Like, I mean, I would too if I was playing next to a Ranger every week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's... Doing TikToks. Like, imagine, imagine being in your, in your fucking change room and there's, there's Calvin Bonner doing TikToks. Yeah, you just had 40 put on you and he's dancing. Yeah, you just got your fucking. <laughs> You just got your fucking step ones just pulled up over your head, and then you fucking fucking Kaylee's more fucking TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> leadership. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Million dollars, man. Strawberry milkshakes. But, but um, let's. Yeah, this this to me this feels like the most thirteen plus of all of the year. Yeah, yeah. Titans thirteen plus. Lock yeah. it in. I'm not a gambling man, but if I was, I'd mortgage my house and put it on it. Put it on. <laughs> oh no, I might go. Responsibility. Plus. <laughs> oh, honestly, and you win this, like you can basically say we avoid the spoon. Like I know, fifteenth is no, you know. No. If, if we win this by like thirteen plus, there's no way the Tigers can, can beat us unless unless the, the Warriors put a thousand on us in in round twenty five. Yeah, which is likely, but honestly, yeah, yeah, that's another one that's going to be a hundred points. It just depends the score yeah. and makeup. So, oh, but 
No, hopefully, fingers crossed, just, yeah, find something in the tank. It should be a 13-plus victory, but last home game of the year, sunny Sunday afternoon. Yeah, let's show up for the fans, but honestly. I mean, if, they, if they play for 80 minutes like they did for the first 60, which is shocking, I know. It's a big, big, big call <laughs> because they haven't done it once this year. But if they do manage to do that, I mean, I, I don't see how Newcastle can win. No. You, you hope. Let's just, buddy, I'll get it done. Um, and the good news is there's 50% chance of rain on Sunday, so. No. Hell yeah. Just what that game needs is yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of wet weather footy. That's, that's perfect. Just, just to turn it into a Monday night football game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, that's pretty much it for the previews. Um, as I said, Titans to win 13 plus in both games. Lock it in. Do we have any Twitter? Is anyone still listening to this podcast? Do we have Twitter questions? Yeah, would you believe? Uh, we yeah, we still have. You know, just like we said with the um, the men's side, there's still a few fans hanging on at games. There there are a few fans hanging on, still listening and sending in questions for the podcast. Um, so we've got uh, Luke. And then there's about 50 numbers after that. But, uh, good on you, Luke, for listening. Oh, definitely not a robot. Yep. No, definitely not a robot. And I promise <laughs> it's not my burner account. But um, he says, afternoon, lads. Just wondering on what your thoughts are on our prospects for next year. Do you think we will improve on this dismal year? I mean, they can't play any worse. Yeah. I, I like... We've spoken about this. Like, there is no way that the Titans will be, you know, two and eight after 10 rounds and not wholesale changes be made. So it's either they're either going to be lights out, fucking top eight contender all year, or we're going to have Shane Flanagan coaching us by middle middle of the next year. So who knows? I'm really confident to have, though, like, uh, you know, even even the other day, like someone like four, I know he's not, a, I know he's not a forward, but to have someone like four and a Verrills on on a on a game like um the other day Sunday, they don't lose that game. You got two experienced heads that you know four and kick us out of trouble. Someone to calm everyone down and just pull them together, like know how to work a know how to work a team. So I can't see us being this bad again. But I had us top four this year, so what do I fucking know? Yeah, yeah, pretty much agree with everything you said. I had us about six, so I wasn't much better. But yeah, I, I it's it's hard to tell this early out, and it, you know, it's it's going to be a tough one because you know you look at a lot of the other teams around us; they'll also be, you know, they've made a few signings and. Obviously, the Tigers are the Tigers. Sorry, Big T, but, um, you know, they've signed Coruscant and maybe Papalihi. We're not sure yet. Um, but they've made some signings. Dogs have made some signings and a new coach. And, you know, the Warriors will be at home full time. So we definitely can't slack off and, you know, expect to keep playing how we did this year and still jump up the ladder. Like that just won't happen. We're going to need a rip in and 
Um, I think, yeah, if we have a preseason where, yeah, just smash the players into the bloody core of the earth and, you know, absolutely bolt them in fitness sessions, get them conditioned and focus on defence. And then you add Verrill's steer in the ship and four and just adding that cool head where a lot of times we've needed it this year. If all that can come together and the forwards actually play to their, how we know they can play to their potential. I don't, I can't after this year predict a top eight finish, but yeah, I could see us, like you said, scraping around ninth, tenth, eleventh, sort of in it'll that. Be like, it'll be like the Broncos this year. Like that, they'll be maybe not as extreme as you know pushing top four, but they'll be from that, you know, sixth through till twelfth, sort of. Yeah, you know that all that that same fucking conglomerate of teams that are always four points, four you know two wins in the year will either put you into the sixth position or the twelfth position. You know. Definitely, yeah. And some of our younger guys, they'll have more, you know, Jojo, Sexton, they'll, they'll you know, Furmore. By the end of the year, these guys will have, you know, 50 or, 50 or more games under their belt. Like, um, so, yeah, definitely. I, I think, yeah, as I said, if I had to see it now, I, I think the club's done great recruitment-wise. Uh, I think we'll just miss the eight at this stage. Um but yeah, I think definitely if we aren't at least say by round ten, if we aren't at least five wins, I definitely think Holbrook will be out the door. And like you said, we'll we'll have a new man running the ship. Yeah. Um. Yeah. By mid season. But um. Yeah. Hard to tell. Um. We might we might come back positive for the first first podcast the next year and. Might change the tune, but yeah, that's that's how it stands at the moment. So, um, I got another one. A good friend, uh, Warriors NRL fanatics. Make sure you check him out on uh, his podcast and YouTube. Uh, he says, "Do you guys watch or follow the Queensland Cup? If so, who's your team?" Um, I don't really watch a lot of it but I do follow the Titans um two feeder clubs in in the in the um in the Q Cup the the, the Bears and, and and the Seagulls but I also got a little soft spot for Winner Manly as well um Wally's old team so yeah yeah I'm the same I don't really don't really follow it or you know get the time to sort of watch it I must admit but um, yeah, like you, uh, just go on the Titans website and sort of read read the um the breakdown they have every week. But um, I probably yeah probably more of a a burly man. But um, yeah, e- either Titans feeder side. Um, yeah, you always hope they win, and especially if there's sort of a you know like a Hass or a Jojo for feeder, or last year it was Jaden Campbell, like. Especially yeah. if you have, you know, a guy that looks like he, he could break into the NRL side at any moment. Uh, it's definitely, you keep a bit of a closer eye on it then, that's for sure. So, yeah. um, I, I struggle to watch one game a week, let alone two <laughs> games a week. So. Yeah, yeah. Especially when your team's going like a busted, it's uh, 
hard enough not to turn off at halftime most weeks in that. So, uh, and then you, yeah, you had the women's game, especially now. I probably probably watch the women's ahead of the Q Cup, admittedly. So, yeah, too yeah. There's never too much footy, but sometimes it's just hard to fit it all in. So, um. Yeah, we'll finish with our, our mate, Lambretta. Uh, what are you most looking forward to about the World Cup, if you are at all? Oh, I haven't really thought about it this year, but I'm just looking forward to the Pacific Nations. You know, the, the teams like Tonga and Samoa and, and, um, and Fiji and all that, just when they get together and they, they get a game, it's always just so electric. Um, and it's just, just good to see other nations ripping in, you know, like the, the smaller tier nations getting in and, and having a crack and yeah. 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 No, a hundred percent. It's uh, I totally forgot. It's a, it's a world cup. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, besides seeing all the articles, but um, yeah, definitely excited. Uh, yeah. To see, I, I think it's good. Obviously as an Australian, you want, the best players playing for you and it's it's uh you know it's upsetting or sad to see you know players going with the pacific nations but it's it's a bloody great thing like at the end of the day you want a competitive world cup or you, you don't want australia just flogging up everyone by 60 like like it has been for a decade or so at least like um it'll be good to see yeah samoa tonga have actual you know, household names and, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be really good to look forward to and hopefully hopefully, t- some Titans feature after the year we've had and yeah. fingers crossed they all come through unscathed. That's that's the main thing I always always worry about with uh, internationals or origin, hopefully no injuries or ACLs or, or whatever <laughs> for our boys. Definitely looking forward to watching these New South Wales players that have absolutely no pride in their jersey for New South Wales, finding something to play for and actually believing in something and you know, playing for playing for a, a you know lower tier country and but mean you know that means more to them. I couldn't agree more. And yeah, actually, Tommy Tommy just sent me a message, just making sure I said that on the show that he's uh, he's looking forward to. Um, Hopefully, seeing the Blues play with a bit of Queensland spirit—that was his words, yeah. not mine. So, um, hopefully, we can get some maroon on the jersey so that yeah, they turn into winners. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, hopefully, our future Titan Ben Hunt as a blinder as well. Absolutely, I can't see. I mean, he's going to be Player of the Year, Golden Boot, um, everything. So <laughs> he's it's going to have a big year. So he's going to turn the Titans into. Yeah, forget what I said about ninth or tenth. We'll go go second. Just yeah, I think Penrith will still just pip us, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You got to be realistic in these sort of things. So, but yeah, bring on the World Cup. It's been bloody what? I think it's it's obviously longer than the usual four years. It's been it, it would have been, been like six or eight years. I think. Yeah, I'd say around yeah twenty. 15 or something like that it, yeah. it'd be at least so yeah it's probably like yeah at least eight years i think so yeah i i'm still you know as much as um 
it's always debated. I, I definitely still prefer watching Origin to internationals, but I... it's different though because you've got like Origin is different because it's such a tribal, um, such a tribal, you know, us versus them sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas the World Cup's a carnival and it's you, you don't care. Like you'll easily sit down and watch. You know, you'll easily sit down and watch France versus Samoa. Yeah, just for a bit of fun, or you know, England versus fucking whoever. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or, or, you know, or, or to you know, PNG and Italy or whatever. You, you don't care. Like you just watch it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's always good, and yeah, it's uh, the Samoa and Tongas and Australia, New Zealand, Australia, England. Like, yeah, there's heaps of heaps of games to look forward to, and yeah, even the smaller games, like you said, like Italy and Ireland and. These countries, like, yeah, it it definitely be something to look forward to and help uh help bridge the gap a little bit and uh, make the off season go a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I'm just having a look. I'm just bringing up um, um the the draw. Where are we here? So where rugby league world cup fixtures. Here we got. So just have a look at the in the in the pool games if there's any good. Oh, England, Samoa, Australia, Fiji, Jamaica versus Ireland. Wow. <laughs> NZ, Lebanon, France, Greece, Tonga, New Guinea, Wales, Cook Island. There's there's some pretty good games in just in the pool. England, France. So yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to quite a lot of these actually. Yeah, yeah, no, they'll be they'll be cracking games and. Uh, I don't know if my uh, my second allegiance Italy. I don't don't know if they've actually got any sort of players aligning with them, but I'll uh, obviously be keeping a close eye on their games as well. Right. I'm just I'm, I'm just hoping I, I've just got this the Jamaica. I've got like this cool runnings vibe coming out. So I'm, I'm hoping like let's go Jamaica. I'm on Team Jamaica. Team Jamaica, eh? Jamaica me crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just they'll just run rings around around yeah. all the teams probably. So. Yeah, it's Usain Bolt. Yeah, yeah, but uh, bring it, yeah, bring it on. More footies, better. So yeah, can't yeah. wait. When, when does it kick off? Is it uh, Sunday the sixteenth of October? Is England versus Samoa? Oh wow! Yeah, so not that long away. It's only like six weeks away. Yeah, and two what like two weeks after the grand final. So yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, no, nah, oh well, we we won't have very long to wait at all. So good stuff, and yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks as always. Uh, uh, last remaining few that are sending in questions, definitely appreciate it. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. And that'll pretty much do us uh, for this guy for this uh, episode. Thank you for listening in. If you're still listening in, we love yous and thanks. It's been a tough year. Only two more to go. Um, don't forget, you can interact with, uh, with us at Bad Life Titans uh, at, on Twitter, at Hammers, H4MMERZ, that's me, and Anthony is uh, at GC underscore Anthony, and Tommy is at Jetso underscore 10. Don't forget our good friend at The Biggest Tiger and the Sports Best Friend Podcast Network. And thank you very much for listening. Let's go, Titans, in the doubleheader of Destiny, and we'll see you next week. Titans 13 plus back to back. You. You.
Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.